Did you know that there are five key biohacks to start to do right now to reduce your body's inflammation, to slow cellular aging, and of course, reduce oxidative stress status. I even just recently wrote a paper on this. Check out my recent research articles over at theschoolofradiance.com. Head on over to the research tab. And while you're there, be sure to book your one-on-one -on -one session with me, if you haven't yet already, for even more customized skin and rejuvenation guidance, as well as some biohacking and detox protocols that I personally do myself. Don't forget to check out my free 30-minute masterclass over at theschoolofradiance.com. Check out the freebie section, enjoy that video, and also enjoy today's episode on the School of Radiance podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's recording right here on the Rachel Varga podcast. And you can always check these out live and join in on the fun at the Rachel Varga official Facebook page and also the YouTube channel. And before we go any further, make sure that you subscribe on the YouTube channel and the Rachel Varga podcast feed so that you know when new episodes come out. And don't forget to hit that bell notifications so that you also know when I go live here on Facebook and YouTube. And don't forget to get on my newsletter at rachelvarga.ca where you can actually get uh, access to my sophisticated skin cheat sheet and my treatment planning guide, which are just fantastic free resources that I'm giving out for a limited time. So let's get into today's episode. We're going to talk a little bit about anti-aging hacks here, and I have a very exciting guest speaker. His name is Faraz Khan. He is a former computer scientist turned longevity educator, speaker, and biohacker. Seeing his parents age before his eyes prompted Faraz to dive headfirst into the world of anti-aging and longevity. Faraz turned from helping large media companies, life science, and pharmaceutical companies to develop, you know, then move into helping everyday people beat back the scourge of aging. Like how can we figure out how to age well, you know, kick button life, take names, all that good stuff. Faraz launched his podcast, the Anti-Aging Hacks podcast in 2019, where he interviews the top minds in longevity, anti-aging and health. Faraz is also the host of the Anti-Aging Summit. And if you want to get access to that summit, the replays are available. And yes, I am a guest speaker in that summit. And that is available in the show notes here and also at rachelvarga.ca forward slash about. So if you go on the website, rachelvarga.ca and just go to the drop down menu and, and look at the about page, that actually has my complete calendar of summits that I'm going to be speaking on or also access past summits that I have spoken on. And uh, from all of you in the, the community here that have taken part in Faraz's Anti-Aging Summit, we've really enjoyed it and we've gotten great feedback. So without further ado, let's welcome Faraz Khan. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Rachel, this is wonderful. Thank you for having me on. Excellent. And this is a particularly exciting day for me because after this recording, we're going to be uh, doing a session on your podcast and I actually has a really cool training 
on a device. Sorry to make you wait a couple minutes while I was just wrapping up that training, but we now have technology that we can actually measure our human biofield, what our chakras are doing, what our biorhythms are doing, and also some information in the area of TCM. So the the, the space of anti-aging longevity is just it's exploding. How much fun are you having in this space right now, Froz? Oh my goodness. It's it's beautiful. It's so much fun, so much energy, such beautiful minds and and scientists, reputed scientists are getting into this field. It's it's really fun to be in it and to see the advances that we have as a species and our potential, really. So I'm super excited to be in it. Excellent. So I'd love for you to just share with everybody here, you know, what got you into anti-aging? and longevity what's your story yeah for sure so i was a i've got a master's in computer science and i did that for a long time and i was a you know this consultant that was super busy that was you know doing management consultant consulting in southern california uh and and other places but helping these large companies with business initiatives and getting things done and moving their projects along and in that journey, I was I worked with some big biopharma companies like Amgen and others, uh, and I also worked with some media life sciences uh, and media entertainment companies. And so, what I'd learned is that there's really cool people, scientists at least in the biopharma world, that are doing amazing things. But it takes so long to get these some of these drugs to market. The FDA approval process is so laboring and so taxing, and it takes about two billion dollars to get some of these drugs to market. Uh, and at the same time, I would go see my parents about once a year. And every time I did, I got the famous guilt trip where they said, why are you spending all this time away from us? Hang out with us. We want you to be here. And I got I got the guilt trip. But I also noticed that they were getting older in front of my eyes. I would see more wrinkles. They would complain of more aches and pains. They would be walking more slowly, have less energy. And out of, partly because of that guilt, I started researching into the science of longevity, what we have to keep them young for, for a little bit longer so we can go travel the world together. And I can tell you, Rachel, when I started researching, like this rabbit hole goes super deep. There's too many rabbit holes, by the way, in this one rabbit hole. And uh, so I started researching, started attending conferences, and I decided I'm going to go all in into this exciting new field of longevity and anti-aging. So that's my background. I love it. And I got to, you know, share with you just full transparency. I'm noticing my parents' health starting to decline too. So what am I doing? I'm lending them all of, you know, my biohacking gadgets. That includes things like my art crystal, somovetic, uh, neurooptimal brain scanning, um, just getting on board with BioWell training and detecting. So there are some really cool pieces of technology that I'm using that why the heck wouldn't I want my parents to understand? So that's kind of the beauty of this. When we mm -hmm. learn about biohacking and longevity and ways to age well, we can then share that with others in our friends, families, and communities. So how beautiful is that? Yeah, that's just beautiful because when we go through this path and we learn the lessons of the technologies or we spend the days and weeks trying to master something, then we can relate to others that that ask us questions because we've been through it all. So when you talk about sleep or you talk about these biochargers or traditional Chinese medicine, some of the new devices that you're looking at with the chakras, well, when I ask you a question, Rachel, you're going to say, this is what I thought it was going to be and this is how it works. So for me, I can relate so much better as opposed to a salesperson trying to sell it to me.
Yeah. And you know me, I got to I got to know those metrics. I got my aura ring, got my bio well. So I want to know that stuff that I'm buying is working. Right. And in the skincare and in particular, you know, aging of the face and body, we want to know that our products are working. We also want to know that we are investing in products and procedures that are going to give us the results that we want. So for us, we actually did a consultation together. And what did you think about that? What did you learn? Yeah, so it's talking about beauty and how beauty has been done over the last few decades, right? As a man, uh, I get some marketing, maybe not marketed to as much as you because these beauty companies that have multi-billion dollar budgets and they, they snap up all the little challengers, they've got a vast arsenal of resources to come try to educate you on the latest ingredients of the year. And I used to think, is there really a new ingredient every year that's going to turn back my clock so much so? Uh, by 10 years, by 15 years. So I was very, very skeptical about the beauty, the external beauty world, right? I was a ch I was going to anti-aging from the internal out, inside out world. Uh, but when I've met you, Rachel, I, I realized that you are a biohacker. You're also an expert on the external, on the aging, but you're also going internal, which makes it so much easier for me to trust somebody that understands both worlds, as opposed to buying a cream from L'Oreal, which I have no connection to, and they're probably spending a ton of marketing on it. And they're selling it to me for $200 and the active ingredients probably cost four, right? So connecting with somebody that I, I appreciate and who understands me, who understands science, wellness, biohacking, uh, but also goes into depth. So I think from a the question that you asked is, what has been my experience? It was fantastic because I had 50 questions that I brought to you and you answered them all in a way that made sense to me. And you said, and you basically gave me a guideline to follow a process instead of haphazardly buying random things. So now I can be on a personalized prescribed regimen for my skin and I can come back to you and ask questions. So Great. I'm, I'm, I'm really time. happy. Yeah, I will. Yeah, my pleasure. And I think that this is, people are just really lost when it comes to, okay, what do I do with my skincare? What supplements do I take? How should I live my life in a way that allows me to live vibrantly, healthily, and also get that longevity? So there's a lot of, um, you know, snake oil, white labeling. We see this in supplements. We see this in skincare. And what I mean by this is, you could find that same over-the-counter, you know, L'Oreal, Neutrogena, Umbral product, and some other person might have actually bought the the, chemi the chemical composition of that product and then slapped their own label on it. And we see that with supplements as well. So buyer beware and word to the wise, stop buying your skincare and your anti-aging gadgets and supplements and things you put on and in your body from these third-party websites like Amazon or eBay. If you want to know why, watch the show Broken on Netflix. So why has longevity become such a big science in the last couple of decades? You know, it's, there's a few reasons for it, Rachel. Uh, I think humanity or some, a part of humanity has always wanted to live forever since time immemorial. Uh, there is some, the Greek historian Herodotus wrote about the fountain, the fabled fountain of youth many thousands of years ago. And then there was the first emperor of China that wanted to live forever. And so he, heard, he had heard stories about uh, previous emperors or previous uh, sages that lived a long life drinking mercury. And so he started lacing his honey with mercury. And in fact, he died at the age of 49, probably because of mercury poisoning. 
But that's how dedicated he was. And this is a long time ago. And then recently, there was obviously Ponce de Leon, uh, a Spanish researcher that was looking around the Caribbean for the, uh, the fountain of youth. But uh, the fact is humans have always been excited about the fabled fountain of youth or immortality. And for the first time ever, science is now giving us science and direction that this is actually possible. And again, this is led by hard science. Uh, this is led by the rise of technology like AI, like 3D uh, printing and some of these sensors that go into your body, nanotechnology, and then software like AI to compute all of that information and make sense of it all. So there's a lot of things from a technology standpoint that are leading to it. Uh, secondly, what's happening is that there's a lot of money going into it. And you'd say, why is money going to it? Because we have a booming in eco economy. And so investors are looking for ways to diversify some of their some of their wealth so they can get even richer. And especially older folks that are worried about their mortality are funding some of these startups. So I think that bodes well for the industry. And then lastly, uh, journalists and mainstream publications are finally picking up on that we can actually cure aging as a disease, that old age could be over. So like very reputed publications are now talking about this. So the public perception around the space is growing vastly. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if you know about my second podcast, Beauty and the Biohacker. I actually collaborate with a professionally trained journalist. And so we really get into the nitty gritty. And I got to tell you, there's quite a shadow side to not the shadow. Okay, shadow side. I, when I talk about shadow side, there's actually this really deep type of psychological work you can do. But, you know, the darker side, that's a different type of phrase, just so you know, with the mm -hmm. beauty and anti-aging industry, that it can be all about the money. And I am a little bit nervous about using nanotechnology in my body. How the heck yeah. do you get it out, right? If you have a problem a couple of years uh, down the road, because unforeseen side effects can certainly always happen with anything. And by the way, this isn't medical advice. This is educational information only. If you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. But I'm very leery about putting things into my body that have um, untested research. Like I literally go by a 10 year rule for rejuvenation, um, mm -hmm. you know, products and procedures and things like that. And yes, things are always advancing. But that is kind of just like a little bit of a word to the wise I'd like to give everybody, you can get some pretty sweet metrics on your health with say for example the aura ring the bio well there's lots of different technologies available that don't actually involve ingesting or implanting anything they're wearables or they're detector type devices but yeah i love how aging really is becoming something that's actually optional but we have to work really hard at mitigating the environmental stressors and that kind of like when you fill up the bucket and the bucket just starts to get over full, then you're going to start to show signs of inflammation and aging. So Faraz, what is your overall approach to staying younger and living a longer, not just longer, but more vibrant, energetic, well type of life and look beautiful and hot in the process? Absolutely. All of those are important to me and you can call me vain, but I want to look good when I'm 70 and 80 while also playing tennis or soccer at that age. So my framework, Rachel, is, is threefold. So I'll explain what the framework is, first of all. But uh, everything that I do, I start with the free stuff, right? A lot of the basics are available to us. They're available in nature or just within our homes. You don't have to go buy the latest you know, te technology to pump some oxygen into your, uh, 
into your orifices in your body, but there's there's things you can start with and, the, and then you can get to that level. Uh, so the first thing you must do is you stop the things that are harming you, that are trying to kill you. And these come in various shapes and sizes. This could be the pollution outside in the big city that you live in. This could be pesticides in your food. This could be some of the chemicals in your water, uh, smoking, alcohol, too much sun, stress to the mind, uh, and then chemicals and our beauty products, which we'll talk about soon. Um, and so there's a lot of these things that have either endocrine disruption, straight up oxidation potential that are harming our bodies directly. And so you've got to stop this as quickly as possible or limit the damage as much as you can. So that's number one. And again, this is a much deeper topic we can go into, but uh, I just wanted to lay that out as the framework. St you know, Stop the things that are trying to kill you or harm you, number one. Two, then there's three pillars uh, on top of this that I think of. Number one is sleep. It's extremely, extremely important. As you know, you talk about this. You're wearing the aura ring. My aura ring is somewhere in my bedroom. But uh, I track my sleep every night and I try to improve it. And again, again, people get excited by what supplement should I take or what device should I buy? But in the beginning, you can get a, you can get 80 to 90% of the way just using free technologies or free techniques. And then you can start to experiment with some of the paid things. Go ahead. Quick question. What are maybe your top two things to boost your sleep with your sleep scores on your R-ring? And also, yeah. what are the top two things that tank your sleep? For sure. Uh, staying up, so not 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 uh, sticking to my daily routine tanks my sleep for whatever reason. If I go to sleep an hour and a half later, I just don't get good sleep. And uh, so that I know that hurts me a lot. In terms of the things that help me, I think uh, avoiding blue light, as as we know, in the night can be very bad. All of my my laptop turns to a reddish tint uh, after 8 p.m. I turn off all the blue lights, and then I get to like red. I turn on the red lights in my house. Uh, so that's really important because I'm very sensitive to light. Uh, and the second thing that I do is I try to calm my brain down as much as possible. So I'll try to meditate or I'll just lay there and I'll just think about how I'm feeling. So I'll try to breathe into my heart. And if there's any tension or stress, I try to breathe into it to like shower it with light to see what happens. And somehow this is woo-woo, but those things start to disappear and dissipate. And that thing that's gnawing at me or that's stressing me out just kind of like fizzles away that allows me to sleep better. So those are my top two things uh, that I do. And then the other thing that I don't do or try to avoid doing is uh, I don't eat too late and near bedtime. That can impact uh, my sleep as well. So, so that was sleep. Uh, let's move on to the other ones. Nutrition is my next one. And uh, this is very religious for a lot of people. So I won't get into any detail, but I will say this is whatever diet you choose, that's fine by me, as long as you're not eating the standard American diet, okay? I'm not gonna tell you eat high fat or carnivore or vegan or paleo or whatever it is. As long as you're not eating the standard American diet, as long as you're eating whole, nutritious, nutrition-dense foods uh, as they're found in nature, that's perfect. So you can do that. And I do prefer limiting the window that you eat at. So don't eat, you know, nonstop all day. Try to eat in an eight to 12-hour window. And even between meals, Please fast between your meals. So don't like have breakfast and then be chewing on stuff or like eating some Frito-Lays or whatever else. Keep your metabolism, give it a rest, okay? Uh, so let's move on to number three, which is exercise. And there's three different types of exercise the way I think of it from a longevity standpoint. Number one is heavy resistance training. So you're lifting heavy weights. Uh, number two is you're, you're doing very high intensity, so hit exercise. And number three, you're doing slow movement throughout the day. 
And from longevity standpoint, Rachel, that slow movement, if I had to pick one of the three, I would pick the slow movement throughout the day because that's what we see in some of these longevity and blue zones, right? Uh, but uh, heavy resistance training improves your hormones, releases more growth, growth hormone, testosterone, gives you more muscle, which is correlated with the longer life. And then high intensity improves all kinds of cardio, cardiovascular functions in your body. It also improves your mitochondrial biogenesis, meaning more mitochondria, more energy. So those are the three pillars. Uh, so don't do things that harm you. Those are the three other pillars. And then we get into some of the advanced techniques. I love that. And I'll definitely um, basically say, yes, I see that with my most vibrant radiant clients. They kind of mix it up with their body, mind, spirit, energy practices. When you mentioned going woo, heck yeah, people start to go woo, start to do the meditation, start to get your chakras aligned, bolster your energy field. Seriously, this stuff is actually measurable with a piece of technology I have sitting right behind me. If you don't believe me, go to my Instagram story at Rachel Varga official. I shared my readings from today. And I'm also going to be doing another reading after say, three hours sitting on my laptop and see how that impacts my energy field. And I'm going to show you guys how using technology does impact things. So that's a la layer that I would add to the mix. Look at not just your screen time, but how much exposure you actually have to electromagnetics uh, around you. I think that's really the missing link in the space of uh, anti-aging, wellness, uh, rejuvenation, stuff like that. So we've had a couple of questions come in. So Taylor says that epigenetics is your jam. And if you don't know what epigenetics is, it's actually just the way that your genes are expressing themselves. And that's actually what we really care about. So say, for example, you have a history of cancer or cardiovascular disease in your family. It's not a death sentence. You can actually work really hard to modify the way that your genes are expressing so that you're less likely to express those markers that are going to give you those dis eases. And also, some, uh, Taylor said, I kind of agree that we are meant to live over 100 years. Yes, there are wonderfully wonderful elderly individuals that are over 100, but it should be more common. And yeah, I mean, I think we're going to probably start to see people like yourself, myself, Dave Asprey, that are going to live quite a bit longer than say that 70 to 90 year old window. And um, just because of the technology we have available, all the innovations that are happening in space, it is making its way into the commercial market, which is so cool. So what else do you stack on your approach techniques. And this is a term, if you haven't heard this before, called biohacking stacking. And this is something I do all the time. So I'm curious what your practices are. Yeah, so once we've got the basics handled, and by the way, they're all free or mostly free at this point, then there's some more free stuff you could do, which is now let's increase the range that your body can operate in, basically making your body stronger, hardier, and harder to kill by nature right? Uh, and the way we do this is a concept called hormesis, which uh, loads your body in a certain way with an input or an aggravation, and your body super compensates and builds some new pathways, builds new muscles to respond to that tiny injury that you did. So what are some examples of this, right? Cold exposure is a big example of this. I Heat love exposure. cold water therapy. I'm that person going in the ocean mm -hmm. up to my jawline for seven, eight minutes at a time, hopping in the snow, frozen bodies of water. Tomorrow, I'm going to be going at a waterfall. And mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer in cold water therapy and also the aspect of exposure to the salts in the ocean for uh, additional ionic uh, cleansing, mm -hmm. if you will. 
Yeah, those are all fantastic. And like you said, cold water or temperature or exposure to it improves the energy. Your body tries to bring you back to balance or homeostasis. So it's going to burn. It's going to increase your metabolism, burn more energy to create more heat, which helps you lose fat. Uh, so that's one thing. It also helps reduce inflammation. It, it can help out your immune system as well. So it increases your white blood cells and your T cells in your body. So amazing. Everybody it's should be doing it. It's also great for stress management. So if your mm -hmm. nervous system is like that high beta news state, which is what you're getting when you turn the news off. Sorry, I said turn the news off. And I do mean that. <laughs> turn the news off. <laughs> yeah. Be very yeah. careful where you're getting your information from because that high beta state is leading to things like cortisol dumping and adrenal mm -hmm. fatigue. So one of the reasons why I love cold therapy, if I'm feeling a little stressed out, is that you can't focus on anything else except your breath when you're in such a cold environment. So mm -hmm. your body just says, nope, all that extra stuff just don't matter anymore. You mm -hmm. matter just breathe. <laughs> right. You come back to the present like never before. <laughs> and you sleep so much better too. I always notice that on the days mm -hmm. when I've done my cold water therapy, I definitely exceed uh, my activity uh, recommendation, like calorie burn for the day. And my sleep score is definitely better the next day. Fantastic. So what are okay, the let's, Yeah, go ahead. What are the oh, let me finish. Like? Let me finish that. Sorry, Rachel. Uh, the other ones are heat. So exposure to high heat, be that sauna, infrared, amazing benefits for you. Uh, the other examples will be fasting uh, and exercise that we talked about. So those are some of the things I do to increase the range that my body see is comfortable at. So it's harder to kill me when, uh, you know, there's famine or there's, you know, it gets too cold and the lights go out. I, I'll probably survive better. So that's it. That's awesome. And so what would, for example, your morning or evening routine look like with your stacks? Yeah, for sure. So what I do is when I wake up in the morning, uh, I spend uh, 15 minutes meditating. I don't spend an hour on my morning routine, but I'll spend 15 minutes meditating and be being grateful for everything that I have. And then um, just a little bit of visualization. And then I'll go into the shower and do some three to five minutes of cold shower. I'll start there and then I'll do some coffee and uh, a little bit of uh, theanine to kind of get my brain calm, relaxed, focused. And as I do that, I'll go out to the sunshine and spend maybe five or 10 minutes in the sunshine looking at the sun with my eyes, uh, but also moving. So giving my body the signal that it's time to go, right? Increase, release the hormones that you need to get moving, get my digestion ready to go, uh, increase the cortisol, all that. So that's my morning stack. And then I get into work and I work for a few hours. Uh, I don't typically eat until noon or two, but I'm uh, revisiting that based on something I'll tell you later on in the interview. Um, so yeah, so that's basically my morning routine. And then evening, it's all about calming down, relaxing, taking a walk after dinner. I love taking walks after a meal, especially in my lunchtime. And this is one of my favorite biohacks, by the way, I'll just share this. After a meal, your glucose responds your glucose response goes high because you eat some carbohydrates, most of us do, that turns into glucose, now you have high glucose, now there's high insulin, trying to shuttle that glucose into your body cells. And so studies have shown that just taking a 15 or 20 minute walk after your meal reduces your glucose response significantly. And that's what we wanna do, keep the sugar levels as low as possible. So uh, after all meals, I take a walk, especially during the day, when I can take my shirt off, go to the golf course uh, and walk barefoot, so I'm grounding on the golf course, I've got my shirt off, so I'm getting some sunshine. I'm also lowering my glucose response to my meal. So those are three wins. And then fourth, 
I'm walking on uneven grass. So I'm walking on, on a hill sideways. And so that helps improve my balance. And balance has shown to be directly correlated to longevity. I think that's fantastic. And doing the barefoot on the earth, when I do that in the morning, I actually notice I have more energy throughout the day. And then yes, taking, you know, just a walk outside halfway through the day around lunch. And then yes, in the evening, I do like to mix it up with some hiking. So honestly, I can actually hit my, my daily goals on my aura ring with activity with simply walking and hiking, but it is really good to kind of mix things up a little bit and throw in a bit of high intensity uh, weight bearing exercises and also add in things like Pilates, yoga, Qigong, which are also uh, really good. So really focusing on your cardio, your your um, muscle development, weight bearing exercises, and also the uh, strength and stability and flexibility. What are the top supplements you recommend for people who are wanting to focus on anti-aging? For sure. I have five top ones that I recommend. Okay, six. But these are the basics that I definitely take almost every day. Not every day, but almost every day. Uh, the number one on my list is curcumin, which you're well aware of. But the reason I take curcumin is it's a strong anti-inflammatory. There you are. You're holding it up. Uh, I take a strong, I take curcumin because it's a very strong anti-inflammatory and studies have shown that curcumin blocks the anti-inflammatory cascade right from the top. And at the top is TNF-alpha and nuclear factor kappa-beta. So it blocks both of those so the downstream effects don't actually happen. So it's super beneficial to have bioavailable curcumin every single day of your, of your that you live, basically. Uh, and then it's also... Uh, part of the epigenetic diet. As we get older, Rachel, we've got this thing called the epigenetic drift, which basically all people go through and you can measure it by epigenetic clocks that are now on the market. And they measure your methylation and see how you're doing and how old you are. They predict that very well. And so curcumin uh, helps reduce that methylation of the epigenetics. So it keeps you biologically younger. Uh, inflammation, as you know, is also called inflammaging because a lot of these uh, the inflammation attacks your collagen and makes your skin age faster from the outside and it's doing the same thing internally. So that's why there's reasons uh, for everybody to love curcumin. It also increases BDNF and improves mitochondrial function. So that's number one. Number two is called uh, astaxanthin. It's an antioxidant. So we talked about anti-inflammatory, now the antioxidant. And we touched on all the things, stressors that are harming us from the environment, the pollutants, the toxins, uh, the chemicals. Antioxidants help negate, they fight off and bring the body back to homeostasis or balance. So they're really, really important. And astaxanthin is unique because it comes from algae. It comes from a natural source, but it's created by algae, algae and it's uh, about 15 times stronger than vitamin C as an antioxidant uh, just by itself. So it's, it's very powerful and also helps your body produce more antioxidants endogenously, meaning your own body starts producing more. So that's why I love it so much. Uh, it also, uh, one more other thing about astaxanthin, it, it can help reduce the damage on your DNA from direct sun exposure. So if you're going to be in the sun for four to six hours, you're in the water, you're playing, you're having a good time, you don't want to worry about like bathing yourself in sunscreen every two hours, every hour, uh, you can use astaxanthin as a secondary backup. Please put sunscreen on, but also use astaxanthin. I'm such a fan of this because I'm of the skin type. I cannot tan to save my life. I just burn. But mm -hmm. when I have noticed that I increase my use of supplementation containing things like superoxide dismutase, I can be outside for much longer 
without actually applying body sunscreen. But if I know I'm going to be outside for, you know, extended period of time, I'll put it on. But I got to say, sunscreen on the face is a non-freaking negotiable. Wear your sunscreen every single day because the light from our, our devices, our computers, our cell phones, our LEDs in our freaking homes, our lights are actually reaching about three times deeper into the skin than the UVA and UVB rays from outside. So I love the concept of taking antioxidants to help to negate the oxidative stress on the skin from UV, whether that's from artificial light or the UVA and UVB rays from outside. So that's a great point. Yeah. So I, by the way, I'm going to start using sunscreen at home, even if I'm not outside, thanks to you, which I was not going to do before. In fact, until I was 35 or 36, I never put sunscreen on because why would you? But uh, I'm starting to do that more. And when I'm talking to experts like you on skin, thank you. Uh, I'll just drain through the other three real quick. Uh, the third one's NAD, extremely, extremely important molecule, especially for aging. And because it's multiple reasons, it activates the sirtuin genes, which are called the longevity genes. Uh, and they serve a lot of longevity functions. And we can get into that later. But NAD is a very important cofactor for the longevity genes called the sirtuin. So that's one. Two, when your DNA breaks, and by the way, people will be shocked to hear this. Uh, there's a double strand DNA break five times every day in every cell of your body, in trillions of cells. So your whole DNA is breaking apart. Uh, and NAD helps, NAD is actually used, synthesized to bond back that DNA and repair the damage. So it's extremely important uh, for the DNA damage as well. And then thirdly, uh, it's a polyphenol that's found, you know, in plants when plants get stressed as well. Um, so, so that's why it's, it's important because some of these molecules that help us uh, when, uh, when plants get stressed, and we'll talk about polyphenols too. But lastly, I guess what I'll say is we talked about the sirtuins that repair DNA. We talked about it's a cofactor for the sirtuin genes. Uh, and it's also part of the energetic production of the mitochondrial biogenesis, uh, or not the biogenesis, but the actual ATP production. Uh, NAD is a very important part of that whole cycle. So it's important. Then uh, again, very, very quickly, resveratrol is my number four and ashwagandha gets special mention. So I won't go into the details because it'll take more time, but uh, those are my top five, six. Yeah, and I think it's really important to understand that the the topic of adaptogens, they can help us overcome different stressors in our lives. And just so again, a word to the wise, make sure that you are using supplements that are third party lab tested, and do not try and get supplements like you hear buzzwords of resveratrol. Okay, now I'm going to go drink some wine. Do not do not do not drink commercial wines, you're basically ingesting anywhere from 70 to 80 ingredients that you don't know what the heck is because it does not have to go on the back of the label. That's why I'm such a fan of dry farm wines. And uh, you can just check out some info on the rachelvarga.ca blog where I actually have an interview with Todd White for that. And also check out the show notes because I'm going to have a link where you can actually get some of my favorite skin nutrient supplements as well because I am big in to the world of nutraceuticals and also nootropics. And this is definitely an area where we are able to really give our body supplements to make it behave better. And there's a lot of science that's gone into these formulations. So don't just look for the buzzwords, but really look for reputable companies that you're finding maybe 
you know, recommended by people like myself or Faraz, because we really do our best to research what's out there. We're talking with leading experts in the space of this stuff. So we are going to steer you away from the snake oil and towards the more straight and narrow path. So Faraz, what are, what are some regenerative technologies that you use? Perfect. Uh, let me just answer one piece of the last question, Rachel, that I forgot. My probably top supplement is berberine, actually, for anti-aging, because it reduces the glucose levels in your body. And that's all I'll say, but berberine is very important. Uh, all right. So in terms of regenerative technologies, I've experimented with PRP in the past. I've done PRP by itself. I've done PRP with placental extract, which is extracted when a baby's being born from the mother's placental fluids. Uh, and uh, I've Flirted with A-cell that used to be porcine bladder back in the day. But uh, so that was good. Uh, PRP with placental, I had good results from. And then uh, I got into exosomes recently and I've done some exosomes in the past. And I personally favor exosomes right now as the number one modality. There's less data on them, I will warn people, than PRP and stem cells. But some of the early work that we're seeing is fantastic. And exosomes are cool because when you inject stem cells, these stem cells, they basically eject or, or uh, uh, signal to your body or to your cells of what to do. So they leave, they actually, uh, a lot of exosomes come out of stem cells basically to do them, to act as the messengers. So which people have found that you could get the messengers directly instead of getting the stem cells that release the messengers. So I'm a big fan of exosomes. I use them uh, often now, once a year at least in my body. And then once a year on my face uh, with some microneedling. So that's one. And then I'm uh, playing with some peptides as well, uh, Rachel, uh, in terms of anti-aging. The top one that I use for anti-aging is called Epitalon. Some people call it Epitalon. But it's a Russian research peptide that has shown to increase telomere length uh, by significant amounts. And telomere length is one of the hallmarks of better aging. And so I want to increase that. And then I'm also using that as immune-supporting uh, peptides or using some immune-supporting peptides such as thymosin alpha-1. And then one for skin, which you would love or you probably already use, uh, the GHKCU, uh, so GHK copper. Those are the some of the things I'm playing with these days. Yeah, definitely copper peptides alongside dermal rolling. And let's just talk a little bit about dermal rolling for a hot second. Mm -hmm. um, Listeners here on the Rachel Varga podcast are a very discerning crowd, right? That's why y'all are tuning in here because you know I'm not going to give you bogus advice. I'm going to give you advice and information that's really going to help you based on my understanding of the anti-aging, rejuvenation, regenerative world over the last 10 years. And there's definitely a method to the madness with dermal rolling. So if you're interested in learning about dermal rolling, how to do it and how to, and I can basically curate a routine just for you based on your skin needs, just reach out, book a one-on-one -on -one session with me at rachelvarga.ca because there's a lot of people talking about dermal rolling that really don't know what they're talking about. And also that are doing, you know, too, they're going way too deep at home. You should not be seeing blood when you're doing at-home dermal rolling. But then in the clinic, there's some really great modalities and technologies that will actually give even better results than microneedling. So I love dermal rolling at home. And then I love getting into more of the more sophisticated type of laser skin rejuvenation tech out there. And no, I'm not going to say this laser is great or that laser is not so good. You got to pay me for that information. That is information 
that I will share in a consultation. Because for us, when we met, you had actually been recommended a laser treatment for reducing your brown spots, but it's actually contraindicated for you and actually not ideal because it would also give you hair removal as well on your beard. And mm -hmm. those were determined to be things that maybe not might not be the best things for you. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. And, and, you know, Rachel, I will just say this about uh, laser treatments, at least there's, there's seems like 10,000 options, right? And it's all confusing. And maybe it's confusing for a reason because consumers aren't supposed to know the three options. They're supposed to have 10,000 options so they can keep paying a dermatologist. I don't know. But uh, just talking to somebody who knows what they're talking about and says, okay, don't use that one. Don't use the IPL. Use this other one for your specific purpose. Because I was going to go complete, like destroy my skin and then rejuvenate it, basically. Uh, the was called the ablative laser. But uh, you've given me a a different protocol that I'm going to follow because it's it's researched and it comes from somebody who knows what they're talking about. Yeah, there is a lot of bogus tech. So I spent about two years actually getting my hands on quote unquote, the best laser technologies out there. I must have trialed, you know, 20 to 30 of them. And I got to say only about three or four that I use, I would actually trust with myself and my friends and family. What I've learned through my investigation process was a lot of technology was either way too much downtime for the benefit, it was far too painful, or it created a lot of waste. And, you know, all of those things really are important to me when I'm recommending something for someone and creating a plan for them. And there's just a lot of tech out there that is that shiny, bright, shiny object syndrome. It's all in the marketing. It promises to lift. It promises to tighten. But really, there's other modalities. And when you were talking earlier about the fountain of youth, this is what everybody's looking for. This is why people buy bogus cosmetic skincare products. They get lured into getting this package of six laser or six microneedling treatments, whatever. And then they're kind of underwhelmed. And it's because the message is quite simple. It's a matter of actually stacking a whole bunch of different things. It's not just going to be one thing. It's not, okay, use this magical facial moisturizer and poof, your under eye bags are gone or your brown spots are good. No, it's, it's a combination approach. That's really going to get you the results that, you know, you're after, but everybody wants that fountain of youth. Immediately right now. It takes time. Collagen takes, you know, six to eight months for mature collagen to form. So it's, it's yeah. a journey when you're really looking at doing the rejuvenation stuff. So what are you doing right now to help your brain? Lots of things. Uh, first of all, I'm avoiding, like we talked about, avoiding toxins that can harm my brain. So staying away from those. But the thing that I'm, I'm most excited about right now about my brain is I'm doing neurofeedback. I have suspected over the years that I've got ADD and other, you know, not, not the best functioning brain, just working in a big management consulting firm and seeing some other brands going, how did you come up with that, right? Uh, and just being distracted a lot. And so I took it upon myself this year to go find a practitioner, an expert in QEEG and neurofeedback. And we did a brain scan, uh, a brain map is what it's called, and compared it to 26 databases from NYU and a lot of other universities. And they confirmed what I suspected. I have a concussion from playing soccer from many years ago. And I have ADD and I have high beta activity in the 26 frequency range and the 11 to 15 range. Uh, so we're lowering down my beta 
for me to become more calm and be able to relax uh, as well as concentrate much more easier and get better sleep. So that's what I'm really ex about, excited about, neurofeedback. And I'm probably going to do this for, for a long, long time. But at least this first phase is bringing me back to normal. Uh, and then the other things I'm excited about with brain is neuroplasticity, is making sure you're learning something new all the time because that, again, your brain can mold. We're learning this now. Your brain can mold and reshape in new ways as new information comes and as you learn something new, uh, taking doing different things with your life, not having the same exact routine uh, is good for plasticity of the brain. And then obviously increasing BDNF into the brain is very important because BDNF has been shown to at least protect your neurons in the brain, if not grow a little bit, right? So that's, it's very hard. Your brain cells are what you're basically born with till you die. That's the challenging part. You can't regenerate them as quickly. And so BDNF is one compound that can help protect and or even regenerate a little bit of your brain cells. So that's what I'm doing. And then finally, I use some binaural beats uh, in my ears to improve my focus or improve my meditation, like Brain FM or some of these other technologies. Fantastic. One of my friends is actually a founder of a brain training technology. And I actually have one at my house right now. And I've been doing mm -hmm. a number of sessions. And probably a good three to five days later, I really noticed that I was just going throughout the day with such calmness, such clarity, mm. such peace. I was noting things, noticing things were a little bit more, I was looking, I was noticing the humor in things a little bit, a little bit more, but really it's almost like that stress management and what you said back to normal, it's more like that homeostasis. And when you are in a more homeostasis, when you are in that homeostasis type of baseline, your body and everything is just going to be functioning better. So I'm a huge fan of neurofeedback, but there's definitely like skin and rejuvenation lasers, varying types of technologies out there. I actually did a session for my dad yesterday, I hooked him up. He's been having mm -hmm. high blood pressure and vertigo for the last two weeks and all his labs, you know, EKG, chest x-ray, lab work. The only thing that was off was his, his um, cholesterol was a little bit high. But some of these lab tests aren't picking up on the subtle nuances that can then start to be the yellow flags that can start to then be the orange flags and the red flags. So the, really the onus is on us. If you notice that your brain is like that high beta, you're getting a little bit uh, wired, you're, you're more anxious, y'all got to start to look after your brain and really limiting also your electromagnetic. So I know that you have the Bluetooth headset in. Um, I really want to encourage you guys to turn your Bluetooth off as often as you can. Turn your phone on airplane mode as often as you can. And ways to enhance things like neuroplasticity. I play electric guitar. So I'll do like Pink Floyd, Mark Knopfler type of renditions. I'll learn new things, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I did growing up was I, I loved tomboy type of activities, whether it's woodworking, mechanics, dirt biking, off-roading, all that kind of stuff. And when you, we do things that scare us a little bit or intimidate us a little bit, we're, we're learning new skills. We're making those new neural connections. So music's a great way to do that. Reading books, learning new types of, of hobbies are all great. So what are you, some of your types of hobbies that, that help to develop your neuroplasticity? Yeah, so I do a lot of, uh, I do a lot of hiking where I can. I love traveling to new places, to remote places that nobody else can get to. Like if you tell me that you can go to Peru and go find anacondas in a remote jungle in Peru with just one guide, I've actually already done that. 
right? I, uh, I've gone running with the bulls in Spain. So I like, my brain is wired to find new uh, things, novel things to do. And so when I'm used to such highs, I've got to make sure that I can also find beauty in the mundane, right? Because I'm like, oh, I got to plan a huge trip this year again. And it's got to beat, you know, the anaconda and the Peruvian rainforest. So uh, I, I do do, I do some brain training stuff. I do, I use an app called Lumosity, which uh, has different types of games you can play to improve your brain, speed, uh, memory, problem solving. Um, and th the data isn't out there on this, on that it, it definitely improves anything, but uh, it improves when your scores improve, your perception of yourself improves, therefore your confidence improves, so you show up better and different in the world. So to me, paying like, you know, six to eight bucks a month is worth it because I show up better. And so I do some of these things. There's lots more we can get into, but I, I try to change up my routine as much as possible. Uh, and I try to play sports. Uh, yeah, yeah, lots and lots of things. And learn about the latest in anti-aging and rejuvenation. Uh, that takes up almost all my day, yes. Yeah, like for us having our own podcast, we're constantly learning new stuff. Mm -hmm. We're speaking with some of the leading experts in various fields. So I feel like that is also a way that we get that neuroplasticity hit in as well. So for us, you're also actively researching ancestral habits and how they help you stay healthy and live long, but also what about the pre-programmed stuff that we actually need to deprogram so that we can be our best versions of ourselves? So what ancestral techniques are you looking into? So that's a very deep question. You added a very deep layer to that question, Rachel. But I'll talk about ancestral techniques or habits that I'm kind of exploring. And one of them, you mentioned TCM and the device you're using. I've been looking into Ayurveda, for example. It's ancient Indian medicine. And for the longest time, I ignored it completely because I said, there's no scientific data, there's no medical studies, there's no science, I'm not gonna look at this, it does not apply, cancel. But recently I've started looking into it because uh, the reason I did is I found out two things. Number one, it places stress management, mind, body, and soul as the center of everything, all healing. So it's more uh, preventative healing than trying to heal major diseases, right? It's as, as the start. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. Stress is causing a lot of issues in our world. What else does it say? Uh, that was one. Two, it places a huge emphasis on digestion and your digestive power and basically your gut, which is what we're learning so much about. That field is exploding. And so I said, these two things seem to be at the core of a lot of our pathologies and problems that we have in life. And so I started exploring some more. And then what I found is it's personalized because you have different types of your composition of your body. You could there's five or six elements, right? There's ether, there's air, there's water, there's earth, and there's fire. And you're made up of a mix of these elements and that's how you show up in the world. So for example, me, uh, I'm more ether and air. It's called the vata type. Uh, so it's easy for me to get distracted because the wind is always moving, right? It's always mobile. So it's easy for me to get distracted. My digestion's like a flickering candle, which is true, it's on and off. Uh, I get cold easier than other folks. Uh, just uh, I have lean, leaner muscle than other folks. So like when you look at some of these things, you say, but that's exactly me. And then you look at somebody who's got more of fire composition. They're like just hard headed. They're going to get their job done. They're going to roll over people. They have bloating indigestion a lot because their digestion is always uh, hyperactive. It's very hot. Um, and they have bigger builds, bigger bodies. And then you go into like the earthy types, which is earth and water. They're just very slow metabolism. They're very slow speaking. They just like to, you know, take their time when they talk to you and you've got to connect at a different level. So 
just learning some of my types and how the what they prescribe, I said, there's some real truth to this. So you can balance your imbalances using some of these Eastern medicines. And that's what I'm doing right now, just trying to balance my imbalances. And then I'll get into some of the rejuvenation, anti-aging aspects of Ayurveda. Don't you find that funny that all of these thousands of years of ancient healing modalities kind of get poo-pooed, especially by Western medical culture, unfortunately. However, there are a group of Western trained physicians and nurses that are really understanding the way to blend functional medicine and also these very ancient healing practices. So the cool thing now, so you got someone like myself, evidence-based clinician, I'm on the board of, you know, um, a journal. I'm a peer reviewer myself. I gotta have the data points. I want to be able to know that what we're doing and what we're buying is able to have a measurable impact on our bodies. And we do have these detectors available now, which is so cool to actually help us pinpoint different areas of our bodies that we need to support completely non-invasively. It's quite fascinating. And yeah, I love that you're leaning into your ancestral roots. There's usually a lot of power in that. I do the same. I lean into um, sort of like my source and also, um, you know, practices my ancestors did as well, because that's where a lot of my strength comes from. So when Mm -hmm. you kind of start to understand that and be like, hey, that's what my ancestors did back then. This feels really good to me. I'm going to try and do some of that. Or maybe try and it doesn't quite feel in alignment. That's cool too. Just start to listen to yourselves, guys. So for us, where can people find you? How can they work with you? For sure. So they can find me on Instagram at anti-agingHacks. They can also go to my website, antiaginghacks.net and download the free white paper on how to slow down your aging. Uh, That's at antiaginghacks.net forward slash age slowly. And then they can also go to the anti-aging summit, one word, uh, to get the replay of last year's summit. And I'll be doing one more this year so uh, they can sign up for the next one. So those are the ways they can find me, Rachel. Awesome. And the link to register for Faraz's anti-aging summit is in the description box below, as well as his website and how to find him. Thank you so much for us for being on the show. This is a really fun interview. I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. And do you have any closing words? No, I just want to thank you for having me on and for being somebody that's, you know, bringing blending science with skincare, because I think that that is the missing piece in some of what we're doing in anti-aging, longevity, uh, and even biohacking is is blending those two things together. So we all want to look young as we get older. So thank you for having me and thank you for spreading the message. You're doing a great, great job. Thank you so much. And the extra piece that I really feel passionate about sharing is, well, what is radiance? What is that glow? How does that inner glow and that inner balance translate into that external, you know, basically our palms of our hands, our fingertips and our faces are the areas of the body that emit the most light, which are called photons or packets of light. So that's why I'm, I'm actually really interested in the skin is because there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of detail and information that has been studied for a long time. And now I'm just, I'm bringing the science out to you guys. So mm-hmm. thank you everybody for tuning in for us. It's been a pleasure having you on the show here. Be sure to subscribe on the Rachel Varga official Facebook page, YouTube channel, subscribe here on the Rachel Varga podcast and Hit the bell notifications so that you know when I go live next and learn about how you can work with me too at rachelvarga.ca. 
everything's there, how to book a one-on-one session, past events. Some of my favorite skin nutrients are also in the store. So have a great, fantastic rest of your day, everybody. Look for the beauty around you. Go outside, hug that tree, check out that beautiful sunset, sunrise. And uh, when you start to look at the beauty around you, you're just going to be bringing more of that goodness into your life. Have a fantastic rest of your day, guys.